Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great Tuesday. Hey, Jax, how's your Tuesday? My Tuesday is good so far. No complaints. Everything is on schedule what can i say how's your tuesday i wouldn't say no complaints you know <laughs> do you have a complaint to lodge i mean with if the tuesday committee if i had to like search within my soul to find something to complain about like i definitely could find you know issue with the fact that it's literally only tuesday i know yesterday was a long day yeah. i wasn't ready for it i was like about to say wednesday it felt like you know i've earned my way to half through the week but yeah. not even close no yesterday's show took it all out of me I just w needed some R and R. I actually got into bed like at eight o'clock. I didn't go to sleep till eleven o'clock because that's just me. Mm -hmm. But I finished my book, mm -hmm. my book about the plaza. Really, really interesting. So many interesting factoids. Honestly, do you know that like the plaza? You know how they turn the plaza into condominiums? Yes. Like half the. Pl and do you remember in two thousand five when there was like this whole like save the plaza campaign? No. Because they were converting so many hotel rooms into condos, and like the hotel union was like, "We want it's putting people out of work too. It's the plaza." Like. Give right. us more hotel rooms, mm -hmm. less condos. They came to some sort of agreement. Agreement, but it's a ton of condos now, and they're like the worst investment. Like anyone, who really? Is, yeah, like people who have bought there, and people had to buy them sight unseen because they were under construction. And anyone who's went to sell, like, lost money on them. Wow. They're like of the really luxury condos in the city. It's like the worst investment. Well, we really just were on two different pages because I read two erotic novels last night, and I think I'm like done with the erotic novels. They were both like so bad. Yeah, that's what happens. This is what happens. It's a cycle. Yeah. You read something that's like really long, hard and boring like this book about the plaza and then you're like I want something fun flirty and easy then you read a really dumb fucking book and then you're like I want to make good use of my time you read something long dumb and boring yeah so I read the new Tessa Bailey book Killer Vacation um and it was so dumb like the thing about Tessa Bailey and I think maybe she does it on purpose like she has characters with really bizarre jobs like do you remember when I was recapping the last book and it was so good but like the girl was a part-time clown. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just so weird. And, like, this time the guy was, like, a bounty hunter. And it was just, like, kind of cringe. He was, like, this renegade on the road, no strings attached, like, bounty hunter. And it was just, like, cringe. <laughs> so, like, I, I feel like she does that on purpose. But I don't know. Like, it's really weird. Um, so I'm ready for, like, an actual book. I've, I've read enough, like, dumb stuff. What was the other book you read? I was talking about it yesterday. Um, oh, you finished that book and then read Killer Vacation. And was I disappointed? I understand, like, certain books books being in a series like but I don't understand like leaving the first book completely untied like there was no resolution like no ending it's like to be continued that's where I draw the line yeah okay so what's next for you an actual book I think maybe like the wife between us I said that that was pretty good that yeah. one like got me but also I read that in my early days of reading books where like I was fooled all the time. I'm still easily fooled. Yeah, now I'm a keen reader and it's yeah. ruined reading for me. Yeah, no, I feel that. But like I, if we're watching a movie and like there's a twist, like what's the biggest Shutter Island? Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people like I remember seeing the movie and then making other people watch it and being like, you never gonna know what to happen. And they're like, and they guess. I'm like, how the fuck did you know that? Like, I am the last person ever on the planet, whether it's a book, a movie, a TV show, to guess the twist. No, me neither. I remember when we were also watching Big Little Lies and your That's friend, what I was gonna say. And Alicia guessed the twist that, you know, the husband of Nicole Kidman was also, oh, spoiler alert, the father of, um, the husband of Nicole Kidman Shailene was also Woodley. the man, no, the man who attacked Shailene Woodley. Yeah, and the father of her kid. Oh, was he also the father? Maybe and, I and missed then, that too. Yeah, and then Nicole Kidman's kids were like, 
hurting other kids in the class because that's what they were seeing at home. You know, I knew that, but and I don't never, think we, it never even. I don't think I ever put together. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. That he. Well, I guess it makes sense since he was the one who attacked her, but I never put together that he was also the dad. Yeah, and they were all half-brothers now. How cute. Really cute. Uh, well, sorta. not really, but... But anyways, and while I was watching it, it never occurred to me that we were even trying to solve who the father of Shane right. Woodley's kid was and that if we found out, it's going to be connected to the rest of the story. Now that I'm a reader, that shit always happens and I pr- might have been able to spot it. So my friend Alicia said it and it was so absurd. I'm like, there is literally no way Alex Alexander Skarsgård is this guy and I brought it up at our dinner table and everyone looked at me and they were like that's it like yeah no, you're kidding you just you, spoiled it for us I'm like no no you guys it's so absurd it's not possible yeah and everyone was like mad at me I'm like am I so dumb I thought it was literally the dumbest thing that ever came out of my friend Alicia's mouth and she was 100% right yeah so now being a keen reader you can spot that no, stuff from a mile away not me like I will always be the girl who has no idea like what the twist is well I would maybe recommend to you the book we just read for the Redheads because it's oh, very Dolly. Dolly and James Patterson run Rose run. It's giving Nashville the show mm. and country strong the movie mm. in a book. Mm. I think about it. Yeah, it was good. And everybody who read it in the Redheads said that it went by so quickly. Yeah, I just like there are certain things like, of course, nothing is certain in life. But I just feel like something that was close to certain was that I'd never read a James Patterson book, you know? Yeah, no, I would have thought the same. I I would, I'm always open to it, but how do you like jump into the Alex Cross series when there's 19 books? Right. I'm glad that I did though. But then like people were saying in the Redhead's comments, like, isn't it known that James Patterson doesn't write his own books and he has a ghostwriter? How do you become a famous Famous author? Who doesn't write his own books? I mean, that's a question for Carol Radswell, since she was accused of having a ghostwriter. Like, maybe at this point in his career, people can write in his voice likeness, and he can write all these other books. But to get started as an accomplished author, you can't have a ghostwriter. It's literally like the chicken and the egg. Yeah, so I'm sure maybe he has help now, because his trope is pretty... And he's so famous and rich. But... I imagine it's the Patterson special. And I'm sure he didn't phone it in for his collab with Dolly. I will always, always think of Jeffrey Epstein when I think I of James Patterson, which is terrible for James Patterson. He didn't do anything wrong that I know of. Yeah, no, but he inserted himself into that documentary. And, and now that's his legacy for people who don't read his books and his commercials. Hi, yeah. I'm James Patterson. Buy my book that I maybe didn't <laughs> write. Um, so it's Tuesday. We've got a great show, Juicy Stories, kind of. Um, yeah. Yeah, has Claudia Bryce, chose the stories today. I did. Bryce is good. Thank you for asking. But he is, he's wild. And like this morning, something was crawled up Amiss. his ass. <laughs> yeah. And he like was literally like scratching. He was on the bed, but also like up on his hind legs mm-hmm. and on me, like scratching at me. I'm like, Bryce, you're going to fall off the bed. And what can I do for you? What did he want? I don't know. I wound up giving him a bully stick and that satiated him. And more importantly, has Haroldson. He's so great. Asking so, for his auntie. Always. He really loves his auntie. He's an antiphile. Can you admit that, like, I definitely have a way with Harry. I did not have a way with Michaela. Every time that bitch was in my arms, like, she was crying, crying, crying. Hey, still to this day, I know she hates me. Like, we, she, like, I love, she doesn't understand the love I have in my heart for her. Couldn't move mountains. Yeah. And she couldn't be bothered to care. Like, she doesn't love me. Like, I, I know in my heart. No, like she loves you, but she doesn't like you. Yes. <laughs> that's it. And I just never felt like when... When I was holding her, it was like the t- clock was ticking until she would start crying. Yeah. But with Harry, I'm like, he cries and like, I like, I kind soothe. of like soothe him. Yeah. No, he likes being muchgered and you're the muchgerer. Yeah. I like to like fuss and bother. And like and Michaela he, wasn't like that. He wants like the more action, the more kisses, the more songs, the more bouncing. He wants all of it. Yeah. No. Kay was like more to herself. She's kind of like me. Introverted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't She's relate. She's shy. She came out of the womb like this. I'm shy. Mm. But Harry definitely like enjoys my chaotic energy. Yeah. He's a chaotic king, whereas Kaylor's more calm. And he loves to be entertained, and you are an entertainer. Yeah. No, it definitely gives me hope. Like when I was like obsessed with Michaela and like she would always cry, I'm like, I'm gonna be a terrible mom. And I guess I just need to make sure that I give birth to children who enjoy chaos. Yeah. And who, energy. Who like to be unshked. Unshked. Like, yeah, like fussed with. Yeah. Totally. You'll get some. I mean, I think all kids are different. I think, assuming you have more than one. Nurture. Nature. Right. Nurture. Nature. Even if, no, no, if they're born, like they don't want chaos, I'll nurture them to enjoy it. Okay. But assuming you have more than one, some will want it more than others. And 
that's just your cross to bear. Yeah, it's just like a, a cross I'm not really excited to bear, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like raising kids. Oh, yeah. what a it's life. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Too much pressure. But I did play Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Theater. Theater. <laughs> Thanks for humbling me. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, okay, should we dive in? Like, anything else you want to chit-chat about? No. Claudia chose the stories today, so they're very, you know, light and airy. You lo- you know? Was there other stories that I didn't choose? Well, like, something I would have chosen that I saw that you would never have chosen was that, like, the original... Historical fiction the comes original, to life. The original Gerber baby uh, has passed away at the uh, age of 95. But oh, okay. everybody knows her fotch. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's actually a good story. I didn't see that. But let's talk about that. A bonus story... When did when I think of the original Gerber baby, I'm like, oh, the one when I was born. But no, you know the one on all the cans. Oh, it's the name on everybody's lips is Gerber. Is it a boy or a girl? Girl. And is she still the face? I think so. Let me go to the article. I didn't think you would be interested. But no, that's cute. I mean, obviously not cute. Someone died, but like uh, at 95 and uh, like being the Gerber baby. What a legacy. Yeah, that's. Harry okay. could totally be a Gerber baby. Here you go. Her name was Ann Turner Cook. Oh my God, Classic. this is her, like oh, as, an as an older person, woman. and that's her as the Gerber baby. You know that face. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cute baby. By the, the way, the botch that launched a thousand, a thousand baby foods. By the way, Harry has what it takes to totally be a Gerber baby. That fa- that botch. But I don't have what it takes to no, be a stage no, mom. No, 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 no. There's a lot of bravery that comes with being a stage mom. No, and it, it's like bullishness. Like, to be a stage mom, you must be a Volvon. You must, like, put your kids. And I'm so, I'm shy. Yeah. I don't think I could do I it. don't think I could be a stage mom for totally different reasons. Like, if one of us is going to be on stage, it's me. Right. Not my kid. <laughs> right. You can right. be a stage auntie, but still, same problem. Yeah, like, move kid. If you're, like, you know, pitching someone, it's yourself. Obviously. You're not... No. 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 <laughs> well, thank you, Gerber Baby, and for all of your work. We appreciate you. Yes, we rest, do. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So now, without further ado, do, 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 here are the fast five stories that Claudia chose before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. I feel like in case today's episode like doesn't come out good, like you keep saying that I chose the stories, like, so it'll be my fault. No, that's really not it. It's mostly so that like, uh, if I... Don't know what I'm talking about. I can say it was because okay. you chose them. Okay. You know, like this Olivia Rodrigo story. Because I didn't like bust in here being like, I want to choose the stories. No, like, you asked me. I to. did because you were here and I wasn't. Okay, and the iPad was here, so you could choose them. It's more so if, if it's like if I sound like, you know, a grandma trying to use a microwave. Yeah, this is why. Okay, well. Today's grandma trying to use a microwave moment is brought to you by Allbirds. Allbirds makes shoes and clothes that are better for you and better for the planet using revolutionary premium natural materials. Their tree flyer is lightweight, super springy, and wildly comfortable, making your long-distance running efforts feel surprisingly effortless. They provide unbelievable cushion and comfort, so even your toughest runs are easier on your body. So it's more bounce with less ounce. The tree flyer is light in weight and in carbon footprint. The revolutionary swift foam midsole is super lightweight and big on cushion and energy return so you welcome spring with every step now obviously I'm not a runner but I do wear Allbirds quite a bit just because like as someone who like gets you know foot pain just standing up it's nice to have a nice supportive shoe when you're running through an airport you know um walking down the street so I'm not a runner but I do really like Allbirds their long distance comfort with superior grip, a silky smooth, breezy eucalyptus fiber, upper hugs your foot and keeps air flowing for miles. Lace up the tree flyer and get running today at allbirds.com. That's A L L B I R D S. If you're ready to go to the dis- go the distance with a shoe that will get you to the finish line, let the tree flyer put some spring in your step. Allbirds.com, A L L B I R D S.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bolin Branch. Bolin Branch uses the best 100% organic threads on on earth for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. Their sheets aren't just buttery, breathable, and impossibly soft to start, but they get softer with every wash. One thing about me, I'm a Bolin Branch girly. Pillowcases, duvet cover, throw blanket, literally everything in my home is from Bolin Branch and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I had them before they were a sponsor because um, I was influenced by Rach Parcell. Like if it's good enough for her Utah mansion, <laughs> it's good enough for me. So what I have, and I think you have it too, right? The signature hem the sheets. The signature sheets and the blanket. I love Bolin Branch. And I actually throw. just got uh, fresh, Kumsa Fresh, mm. fresh cakes from Bolin Branch. So the hemmed, the signature hem sheets from Bolin Branch are their best seller for a reason. They use high quality threads for superior softness and a better night's sleep. Their sheets are made with luxurious, 
are made so luxurious that they are beloved by three U.S. presidents. They feel buttery soft to the touch and are super breathable, so they're perfect for every season, and they have over 10,000 stellar reviews. So get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use the promo code TOAST at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code TOAST. If it's good enough for the presidents and it's good enough for Rach Parcel, it's definitely good enough for you. Yeah. Our first story, Luann Della Sepps and Sonia Morgan land Simple Lifestyle reality show. Luann and Sonia have signed a deal to star in their own show, Page Six has learned. According to sources close to the production, it'll be a simple lifestyle reality show in which the glamorous pals will live together in a middle American town and mingle with the regular folk, much like Paris and Nikki did Mm -hmm. in the original Fox series. We're told the paperwork is signed and they'll start filming the as-yet-unnamed show in July. Apparently, it's still technically in development, but it's considered a lock to get greenlit any day now. So I have to say conceptually, I think this is a great idea. I think um, they definitely have that Paris and Nicole energy in the sense that like, I don't think that either one of them have like experienced real life in years, whether it was because Sonia was a Morgan and Countess was a Countess. So I think conceptually, this is a good idea. I am just confused as to like what this means, like because they're also doing Roni Legacy. Is this a Bravo show? It sounds like they worked with a separate production company. It doesn't say. I would assume it's Peacock, but it doesn't say oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's going. And I do think that they could do Roni Legacy, this. They're doing Ultimate Girls Trip. They're doing like a lot of different spinoffs. They're both of- on tour. Of housewives in general, so I, I think they're just trying to get content for the streamer. By the way, that's a great idea, and I think this, if it is on Peacock, makes it like an even better idea. It's like perfect per- for Peacock. I don't know if it needs to be on cable. Yeah, I'm not to be a hater, but, but hate I away. don't want to watch this. Oh, really? Yeah, it just, when like Paris and Nicole did it, it was so authentic, and like we know that these two are silly, and it's, I can just imagine it's gonna be annoying. Okay. I could see that. They're I do. annoying just being on the show being goofy and dumb. And now they're going to, what, like, go LARP as middle Americans? Like, yeah, I'm not... It just sounds annoying. Okay. I the s- concept... I, but I understand why the head, the Han shows at NBC or thought this might be a good idea. But I just feel like in practice, it's not something that I want to watch. That's fair. I mean, we do have to wait and see. So I agree conceptually. It's a great idea. In execution, we'll have to wait and see. Um... But I think it could be good. I do. I mean, obviously, you're never going to recapture the magic that was The Simple Life. Like, if you don't own that on Amazon Prime, it's, like, the only place you can find it. And I'm always afraid it's going to, like, disappear. It is a worthy investment in your future. It is probably top five most iconic reality shows of all time. Yeah. It's so good. It is, though. because And also, it was in the early days. Like, now, even something could be a great show. But if it's a format that's been copied... It's not an original. You know, that was the OG. That's true. The idea, the execution, everything. And they are so talented, funny, and interesting. Yeah. And they just, like, they didn't... The thing with reality TV now is, like, if you get on reality TV, like, you want it so bad. Like, you try so hard. You have something to prove because you know what becoming a reality star can get you, Kim Kardashian. And everyone thinks that they're going to be the next one. But with Nicole and Paris, like, they literally had nothing to lose. Like, they just were being themselves, being funny. Like, it was not... They didn't take it's, it seriously. It's very formulaic now. Like, yeah. you know, you do this, that, this, and that. This hits with audiences. That doesn't. If you want longevity, maybe, you know, be the villain or mm-hmm. whatever. But then there was no knowing what was going to work, so they just were themselves. Yeah. And that's what worked. And I think now when I think back, okay, like, I was going to ask you, like, top five reality shows of all time. They're all, like, oh, really old. Yeah. Pretty wild. But it's also because they were the first. Right. And so that's how you just associate... But I also think, like, the content was better. Like, I was also going to say Flavor of Love, which literally is better than any episode of The Bachelor I've ever seen in my life. Right. The content was better, but now it's just because we've seen it so many times. Like, th- crazy things are happening on The Bachelor all the time now, but, but we're it's not fatigued. real. It's not we're real. We're fatigued. It's not real. Yeah. Like, when Pumpkin spit in New York's face, like, that was real. Yeah. Where were you when Pumpkin spit in New York's face? Like, that was a cultural shift. Mm-hmm. So good. And then what's crazy is, like, where's Pumpkin? You know? New York is still very much Tiffany Pollard. I think she was on The Apprentice. Like, she's always doing this. She was on, what was that show? Famous in Love? Yeah. That was she, a good show. She has a podcast. She's always all over my TikTok. She's like classic viral. Oh, she did Celebrity Big Brother, which I think was like a huge um, resurgence for her because people were like, who is this? And she was so funny. And that's where everything of the sort, nothing, nothing of, the, of sort. the sort. Yeah. I would tell Gemma that she is a fat 
who doesn't possess the vernacular that she thinks that she does. I would have told her to put those shoes back on the rack because she said a beautiful woman needed to wear them and she is nothing of the sort. That is literally like somebody lied to her several times and told her that she was fly, hot, sexy, and beautiful. And she is nothing like that. She's nothing of the sort. So good. So good. And I didn't even watch Celebrity Big Brother. Of course, who's Gemma? No, but um, I remember when I, oh, I know who Gemma is. She is like this British, like, hot mess queen, like, but um, when I did find out what that Nothing of the Sort was about, I did go down a rabbit hole of like Tiffany Pollard moments on Celebrity Big Brother. So there was a contestant in the house named David. And you know, they're cut off from reality, but somebody did find out, I don't know how, that at the time, like that day, David Bowie died. And so Tiffany found out, <laughs> and she thought they were talking about the guy in the house named David. So she goes around telling everyone that their roommate David died, and she's dead serious. She's like hysterically crying. And it is literally like, peak comedy wow maybe i should watch that season yeah it's uk right because Gemma's british i think yeah and um, yeah yeah i think so you should watch that i know that's I've a never good been rabbit into, hole like big brother no but there's so much there if you decide to partake there's so much there on like the cbs reality show front like survivor but i just never got into it also remember i'm a celebrity get me out of here that Who was could insane forget? that was so good um heidi and the, they were the whole show yeah 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 that was insane. That I watched when it was on. Remember um, Skating with the Stars? Figure skating. And then they had an offshoot Diving with the Stars, and Kim Richards and Kyle Richards yeah. were on it, like, doing yeah. Olympic diving. Yeah. They don't know how to let a good thing <laughs> just be. Totally. Like, why can't it just be Dancing with the Stars? I don't know. That's a good call. Anyways, TBD on the show. Hopefully it gets greenlit. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Yeah. I just am not seeing it for myself, and that's okay. That's okay. Normalize, like, not, not watching things. Normalize not everything being for you. Yeah, and, you know, something you said, like, a couple, like, weeks ago really resonated with me. Me? Because I feel like, given the fact that it's, like, my job to be kept up on all things, like, I feel like this, and I know it sounds stupid, but, like, I feel this enormous pressure to watch everything, and, like, when I start seeing content about, like, Love is Blind, and and it just, like, exhausts me, and, I and like, I'll be at home, like, not watching... Um, what was the show that we were having the conversation about? Oh, The Ultimatum. Yeah, The Ultimatum. Yes, exactly. And I was like, oh. But then you were like, shit has such a short shelf life now. Like, we're going to exhaust ourselves to watch 10 episodes of a show that we don't even want to watch just to be relevant for one episode of our podcast. When literally, is anyone talking about The Ultimatum right now? No. And, like, the time that you would spend watching that show, like, you could read a whole book. I could read a whole book. I could hang out with my nephew. I could literally, like, go for a run. She could. I could. I won't, in but I could. In her Allbirds. In my Allbirds. Because she has the running shoes. Should she choose? Should I? To go for a run. But she won't choose. But she could. Yeah. If she wanted to. So I just want to let you know, doesn't. like, you saying that really, um, it, like, took a, like, a chip off my you? shoulder that it, I didn't um, know that I had. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so true. Every, even, like, Selling Sunset, though, the last season was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And now uh, it's on to the next. There's just so much fanfare for shit these days because I think, like, media and there's just, like, People don't know what to talk about, so they talk about Selling Sunset. And then it's like you're watching this, and you're like, this stinks. And I'm not talking about Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset is okay, even though no, I didn't finish. No, it's actually really bad. This most recent season, I didn't finish. And the one before was atrocious. I didn't even watch this most recent season. The only time it's a little, I, I don't want to say sad, but not, you know, these piece of shit shows, like, they're a flash in the pan, like, mm -hmm. as they should be. But then you get a show like Bridgerton, which takes so much time, so much money, so much production value. And it gets that same five seconds of play, like, Queen's everything Gambit. else. Yeah, and that's a little sad because it deserves so much more. I agree with that. Like, I do feel like Queen's Gambit got more, and I think maybe even Bridgerton gets more, but it's like... All of a sudden, it's like, it's like an episode of The Morning Toast. It's 24 hours, and then it's in the bin. Yeah, no, like... It, you're right like it is weird the amount of like money energy resources and like passion people put into projects to have like 45 seconds of fame it's not even 15 minutes anymore like 15 minutes is a long time it's yeah. literally 30 seconds yeah and you just have to like scramble together all the Instagram followers that you have right that you can in that short amount of time and you know try to engage them for the rest of your life no it's good it's, luck it's exhausting good luck yeah that's a really good call are you ready for our next story yes 
because Pete Davidson and St. West hit Walmart without Kim Kardashian. The relatable king, Pete, took Kim's six-year-old son to Walmart in Woodland Hills, California, where they were seen purchasing a big container of cheese puffs, among other goodies on Saturday, TMZ reported. The outlet claimed Saint wanted to be a regular kid and run around the store aimlessly, but Pete reminded him that if that Kim would be pretty upset if he lost him. <laughs> they had a busy weekend as they were also seen holding hands as they made their way into the Cheesecake Factory at the Grove in LA later in the day. They were also spotted heading over to a shopping cart filled with fun hats. We stand a chain restaurant, King. We you know? stand the Cheesecake Factory. And Walmart. Like this. And this, that's why this city will just never be what it could be because we don't have a Cheesecake Factory and, and we, we don't, don't have, have a Walmart. Walmart. And I did go to a Cheesecake Factory recently, like in closest proximity to New York. It was in Jersey City, which is literally only two miles away. It took me 45 minutes to get there. And once I got there, I was like, this sucks. Like I was just not. What'd you get? Like, you know, everything. How was the bread? Not good. I'm actually not. People like quake over the bread from Cheesecake Factory. It's that's not really why I go. Like oh. I'm not into. Even though I, I eat the bread, it's not like it's not an experience for me. Okay, what do you go for? Like the food, the vibes, the portion sizes, the Diet Coke, the dessert, like the gorgeous architecture and yeah. interior design, Mediterranean style. The you size know? of the banquettes. The size of the banquettes for sure. The people watching. I think the people who work at Cheesecake Factory are some of the nicest people. Like I'm always making friends. Like I just love it. Oh, and also all for an affordable price. Like you literally can't put a price on that. I mean no, you could, but it would be very low. You can't. And why isn't the Cheesecake Factory in New York? Like why can't we have anything? No, I know. And I, what happened to CPK? Like that one hurt. Yeah, but and the city honestly has not been the same since, since California since Pizza the Kitchen. Last CPK left. But see, the thing is, is that I think California Pizza Kitchen as a whole has been dwindling as a as a business. Whereas like Cheesecake Factory is bigger and better than ever, and we still don't have one in New York. Do you know what I mean? Like I see, I feel like as a franchise, California Pizza Kitchen is like getting less and less locations, less and less popular. And so, so we were wrong. We were just collateral in that, you know. So wrong. But you Cheesecake guys, Factory is bigger and better than ever. If you live near CBK, you need to go today in solidarity. And this is what you need to get because apparently it's an off-menu item. It's not on the menu. The pizza. The tricolore salad. It's a salad on top of a pizza crust, which doesn't sound good. I wouldn't want salad pizza, but it's so fucking good. It's and so fucking good. And you need to get the children's mac and cheese because to this day, it's the best mac and cheese I've ever had. And spinach artichoke dip. Yeah. And of course, like an extremely large Diet Coke. And they have good bread there. Yeah. Mm. What I would do. What I would do. You know, I had um, the last remaining um, California Pizza Kitchen was on 33rd and Park. Yeah. And like when I was in college one summer, I had an internship on 33rd and Madison. So, And I hated it. There were three people who worked in the office and it was dead silent. Like God forbid they played music. And I literally used to like watch Netflix. And it was like this startup and like, and like, Literally, there was not one thing for me to do. I don't even know why they hired me, but like they paid me like cash, and I was like, "This rocks." Um, I literally used to watch Netflix with my headphones in, and it would slow down the Wi-Fi in the office, and someone would be like, "Is someone video streaming?" And I would literally be like, "No, what are you talking about?" Because I would literally be slowing down the Wi-Fi. But the only you know silver lining of this internship was that it was a block away from California Pizza Kitchen, and I literally used to take a three-hour lunch break and sit my ass in that banquette and eat mac and cheese, and it was like really some of the like the fondest, maybe the best summer of my life. Picture this. You're at CBK having a solo lunch. By the way, normalize having lunch alone because you're there to eat. And yeah, especially like if you're an intern. And especially if you know what to go with, it's better than not having lunch at all. Yes. Picture this. You're having a solo lunch at CBK. You bring your Kindle. Oh, yeah. You get a tricolore salad, mm. Diet Coke, mac and cheese, spinach artichoke dip. Life is good. Yeah, that was before my, kin my reading days, but I w that would have been nice. Like you could go to lunch alone yeah. anytime now with your Kindle. Definitely. Like that sounds nicer than you know, having forced convo with someone, not you, like, I yeah. would love to go to lunch Hypothetically. with you. Somebody, you know, people say you're never alone when you're with Christ, but I say you're never alone when you're with your Kindle. You're never alone when you're pregnant. That's so <laughs> really true, actually. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so true. You're also never alone with, when you're with Bryce. That's true. Because he won't leave you alone until uh, you give him a bully stick. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by Liquid IV. It is. When you push your body too hard or just feel run down, it's extremely important to stay hydrated. And making hydration a priority helps us all feel better on a day-to-day -day basis. So one stick of Liquid IV's hydration multiplier in 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. And they come in refreshing and delicious flavors like watermelon, lemon-lime, strawberry, pina colada, and more. So whether your dehydration comes from lack of drinking water or if you're 
you're hungover. Liquid IV is a great thing to always have like in your purse, in your house, in your desk. It's just a thing that can help you get through the day. It will immediately make you feel better. And there's like really, as much as it pains me to say, like nothing better than being hydrated. Mm. So one stick of Liquid IV into 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it has three times the electrolytes of a traditional sports drink. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. They're also on a mission to change the world because they've donated over 20 million servings globally. So you can feel good purchasing Liquid IV knowing you're going to make yourself feel better and the world feel better. Grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code toast at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code toast at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code toast. So for my hangover girlies, my migraine girlies, those are two times when like I really need to drink a lot of water. I'll usually throw liquid IV in there just to, like, you know, not waste my time. Juliana, I drink a lot of liquid IV. Totally. Free tagline for you guys. Next story, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle to co-headline comedy show in London. Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are going to perform a stand-up show at London's O2 Arena together later this year. The two U.S. comedy stars will perform on Saturday, September 3rd in a co-headlining gig just weeks after they were both attacked on stage in separate incidents. The joint gig at London's O2 Arena is currently their only U.K. performance. Okay, so first of all, this is just like even if they weren't both just like recently attacked like this is just a great you know show Moments great headline yeah great headliners like gonna gonna do well ticket sales wise but I do wonder if like this is the moment where mostly Chris Rock but also Dave Chappelle like finally addressed we haven't heard from Chris Rock since the slap I'm sure like he's been writing material about it or at least like gathering his thoughts and I would love to know, I, I'm, I just like have a feeling Netflix is going to be there, like filming. They're always just like filming stuff. Yeah, someone's always filming stuff. So, yeah, so I'm curious if this is like the moment we've kind of been waiting for. Well, apparently they joked about it together um, at the comedy store. They did a gig. No, I know, but like if it's not being filmed, like it doesn't count. It's, not, it's not your official statement. Of, of course, but say that they do this O2 show and there's no streamer that puts it out. Does it still count? Well, I don't know. There's like 100,000 people in the O2 but as no opposed to phones. 50 people. Oh, no phones, right? Pro- like they always take your phone at the... Yeah. So I don't, like, I don't know. I, I, I do have a feeling it'll be filmed. I don't know why. I just feel like iconic things like this don't just happen and not get filmed. Right. Everyone always films themselves too. Like, you know, even if it's not for a streamer, like I'm sure Chappelle films his shows, but it might not make its way to us. No, when I say film, I mean like for a streaming service. You would hope. Yeah. But Chris Rock is also on tour right now. Like, is that special going to be a special? Right. And Chris Rock has said, like, he had this material written for so long, he's not going to throw it away just because everyone wants to hear what he has to say about Chris Rock. Right. So it's possible he's doing this that same old material at this event. Right. He could add, like, five minutes yeah. to give us a joke. The about- whole thing doesn't have to be about about Will Smith. But, like, I am curious, like, what are his thoughts on being slapped on TV, you know? Yeah. Does he think it's funny? Does, is he mad? Has he spoken? Like, I'm just beyond curious. Yeah. And we've heard a lot from Will Smith. You know, he got his speech. Jada did Red Table Talk. Like, he's really not the one I want to hear from. Yeah. I want to hear from the man who was slapped. You should go to the show. Totally. Hear from his mouth. I've never been to London. You should go. I know. When is it? September 3rd. That's like Labor Day weekend. Where the hell am I going to be in September? Like, that's... People who plan their whole years. So crazy. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. LDW in London. Visit the Queen. Labor with a U. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Visit the Queen. I don't know. I, Only if I get an invitation to Buckingham Palace. Well, anybody can go and, like, stand outside. That's not an invitation. No, but, like, I would do that. You would. If well, I, I take was a in picture. London, yeah, I would go and look at all that crap. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. For pictures. Yeah. Which is, like, when people come to New York, I can't relate, like, to go to the... Statue of Liberty. No, couldn't Empire be, State Building. Couldn't be me. Uh, couldn't be me. I've lived in New York my entire life. Ask me if I've ever been to the Empire State Building. Uh, no, aside from like walking past it. No, I've never been up. Oh, we, no, we, had, know that, we ate dinner at the Rainbow Room once. Oh, that's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Setting. Yeah. And I think maybe I've had like one meeting there. And like NBC is there? No, that's 30 Rock. Oh, nearby. Yeah. Um, and you know that the roof, the observation deck of the Empire State Building is like an influencer and they're always like DMing people to come. And they're huge you. on TikTok. They, yeah, they're really big. We're going to get reached out to now. No, I've already been reached out to, but I don't like heights. Um, it's not the heights I that bother no me. I have no desire. It's that when you're that high up, the wind is so crazy. Like if you're wearing a skirt, your whole vagina's out and like your hair, good luck. Okay, so wear pants and put your hair up. 
No. <laughs> uh, no, I just have no desire to go to the Empire State Building. But I like, do not I have, have I have a desire to be on a double-decker bus in London in front of the Big Ben. I have that desire. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, if I ever do go to London, like, I'm going to be that bitch. Like, I'm literally going to walk of around course. with, like, a Union Jack t-shirt. Like, winning London Yeah, and vibes. I guess that's the equivalent of people walking around in an I Heart New York t-shirt. I know. So that's always what I wonder. What would I think of New York if I wasn't from here, didn't live here? You would literally be Annie. No, I would, I would, be, I would be... Eloise, Eloise at the plaza. Two bags. No, you're Annie with your red hair. One me. Yeah. I think I would be like really jazzed about stuff. Yeah, no, you would hop off the bus like with your suitcase, look around being like in awe. In awe. I would, like would I go to Times Square? Yeah. Huh. But you're still you, so you would go and be like, this is cool, but like I'm never coming back, you know? But it's yeah. something I had to experience I wonder once. what else I would want to see. I feel like still I wouldn't care to see the Statue of Liberty. We also have like double-decker buses here, don't we? Those like big red buses. You mm. can do like a Real Housewives tour on one. I did a Real Housewives tour and it was literally <laughs> like in a van like that kidnaps people like yeah it was like That's so new york. it was unique it's so new york oh i would do horse and carriage ride in yeah. the park and you would yell at me yeah i feel like i would be very like central park 59 like the plaza, the plaza that area yeah. i don't think i would be going downtown i don't think i'd be going to the statue of liberty there's no way to know would i take the ferry yeah you love the ferry even though like you hate new york yeah i mean the ferry is just like a really easy way to get around because there's no traffic yeah just like we need, to, we need to use, I always forget we live on an island, like, need to get a boat. Yeah, I actually saw, I was, maybe I was on the FDR, I, and so I saw on the East River that there, someone, like, was on, like, a boat that was very, like, Miami, like, a real boat, you mm -hmm. know, like, a sexy boat, and they were on the East River, and it's like, where did you come from with no, your boat? literally. They, we need water taxis. I think we have some, like, if you wanted to go to, like, Governor's Island. No, like, within Manhattan. Like, if I'm on the Upper East Side and I want to get down to Fidei, like, I could really, like, take a boat and then, a, like, a, a very short taxi or subway. Yeah, they have a ferry for that. They do? Yeah, that goes up and down, north to south. It also might stop in Queens yeah. and Brooklyn, but it could take you from north to south because sometimes, like, um, I would take it to go from, like, a South Street seaport to right. Murray Hill. Interesting. Yeah. So that's the water taxi. So it's like now, not a water taxi, but okay. We should have a weekend of like New York No, tourists. please, please stop. We'll do it for Patreon. If I say that, then you have to do it. No, please. Like, I don't think I've ever been to the Statue of Liberty. I'm taking you. I've never been either. You should scale it. Oh, no. And you go to like Ellis Island, which we've definitely seen. Never at been. some field trip. I've no, no, I've never been to Ellis Island. You've not seen it on a field trip. No. I feel like I have. I'm happy for you. I'm having like Ellis flashbacks. Right, right. Oh no, not Ellis flashbacks. <laughs> uh, you could take the um, the tram. Yeah, I've never taken the tram to Roosevelt Island. I don't trust that tram as far <laughs> as I could throw it. That tram has been going and going ever since I was a kid, and it gets slower and slower. And I never see any, and anyone working on it. Heavier. Yeah, it's I never see any. Floor. I never see any maintenance. I never see them, you know, greasing the lines. I don't trust that tram at all. No, that tram is scary. That tram but, is a big ass accident waiting to happen. But you never have heard anything about it. It goes every day. People do it every Where day. Where does it go to Randall Island? Roosevelt Island. Oh. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, are you ready for our next story? I am. Olivia Rodrigo had the best reaction to spotting her lookalike on TikTok. Olivia Rodrigo is feeling some serious deja vu. Oh, on May God. 25th, the Grammy Award-winning singer took to the comment section of a hilarious TikTok to share her surprise over a lookalike who had recently attended one of the L.A. stops of her Sour Tour. Like a lookalike? <laughs> Taken aback by how much the girl in the video looked like her, the 19-year-old remarked, no, I thought she was me too. In the clip, her doppelganger can be seen channeling the singer's iconic soft punk style by wearing a lilac dress, black knee socks, and a pair of boots. She completed her look with a pair of small sunglasses, multiple silver necklaces, and two braids. The user wrote, my sister, after one person says she looks like Olivia Rodrigo. No, but like she really did. Not the, even like her face, but really she got the outfit perfectly and also like her mannerisms. Yeah. So I saw the video and I was like cracking up because I also thought it was Olivia Rodrigo. And the girl like blew up on TikTok and I'm so glad. Like I hate when like things go viral for a celebrity in a positive way and they don't like react to it and like get involved in, in the fun, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm looking at the video. You have to watch a video to like really. Like the way she walks and the big boots she's wearing. It's like so Olivia. And she's at the Olivia Rodrigo concert. So she's like covering her face so that people don't like <laughs> stop her for pictures. But that's so funny because when you go to a concert, you dress like the artist. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a, a sense of fun in your right. spirit. Like I'm going to Billy Joel this weekend. I'm going to shave my head. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. you have a sense of fun in your spirit. hundred percent. And so she went and dressed as Olivia Rodrigo and... Now she's her famous. Friend. Yeah, that's very exciting for her. And I'm glad Olivia commented on it. Um, if you had to go to a concert and like fully impersonate someone, like who would you, you or not a concert, like an event. If you had to be like a celebrity top, like a celebrity impersonator, who would you be? Oh, like, are you asking me who I think I look like? Yeah, but also like who you could do. Oh, well, I don't know if I'd ever be like, you know, confused as someone, but like I've had a lovely time dressing as Ariana Grande at her concert. Oh, yeah. You know, the high pony. Mm-hmm. And those were like back in the day when her style was just like oversized sweatshirts. Very clear. Yeah. yeah. She's kind of like different now. Yeah. No, she's changed and she doesn't always wear the high pony, but like I had my extensions in, I had my thigh highs, I had my cat ears. And then I gave them to a mother because she was like looking for cat ears for her kid. And I was like, well, I'm 20 something. Oh, so that's I'll, so nice of I'll you. give these up. Yeah, but I had switched with Sam earlier in the night. Um, so I wound up giving Sam's to her. <laughs> and I just, like, felt bad. What did Sam say? She was like, well, first, the mother offered to pay me $100 for them. And I was like, no. Because she really wanted them. And were they, they, were they, they special? They were sold out. No, they were just, you know, they sell them there, but they were sold out. Got it. And so she was like, can I buy yours from you? I was like, no, you can have them. Mm-hmm. So I came back to Sam and I was like, she offered me $100. So I just gave them to her. And Sam like was like, so where's the money? She thought I took the money. Right. And I was like, I had sold her right. things. I was like, no, I didn't take money. Uh, but I was like, you keep mine. That's really nice of you. Yeah. So that was fun. What about you? I mean, I don't know if Snooki performs, but I would definitely um, go to her concert and channel her energy. Go to one of her podcast shows. Literally. I think I would get confused for Snooki if I went to one of her podcast tours. Because everyone there is like wasted anyway. Yeah, but like you're also famous. So now you just look like girl with no job. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. You're such a good sister. I try. I really try my best. You know where to hit me, where it it counts. (laughs) Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Add or sing first? It's the original question. I'm not ready. So then... I'm not ready. You're not ready to sing. No. So then you must add. That today's final story is brought to you by Osea. Osea has been making clean and ultra-effective skincare and body products for over 25 years. They use seaweed as their product's star ingredient, and they're vegan and climate-neutral certified. They have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizers, and they're known for creating body products like their famous body oil. So everyone on TikTok uses Osea, and I got their cleanser a while ago, and now that we're working with them, I got their body oil and their hyaluronic acid. So... I've never used a body oil before, but, like, I don't know why I never have. It's literally the most amazing product. Like, my legs are glowing. Like, they literally are. Literally glowing. So, in 1990, since 1996, Osea has been creating clean, vegan, and cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. And they've done it again with their new body butter. It is softening, nourishing, and has the most amazing citrus scent. It's even clinically proven to moisturize skin for up to 72 hours. Its rich texture feels so good and applies smoothly without being sticky, and it makes skin look moisturized and healthy, and a little really does go a long way. So I've had the chance to try it. It pairs really well with their body oil. Um, I, like, hate moisturizing my legs, like, after I shave because I just find it to be, like, really sticky and slippery. And, like, it never goes away. It's, like, all night in my yeah. bed. And then, like, feels looking it. It's, like, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I find the body butter from Osea to be really, really premium. It dries down really well, and it keeps my legs really, really moisturized. Um, so you can find your new skincare and body favorites at oseamalibu.com and get a special discount just for our listeners. So that's 10% off your first order site-wide with the promo code TOAST at oseamalibu.com. And Osea is spelled O-S-E-A, malibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. And you're going to want it all. Go to Osea, O-S-E-A, malibu.com, code TOAST for that 10% off. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. I feel like if I didn't live in New York, what I would be obsessed with about New York is like... Oh, you're coming back to this now? Yeah, I'm still thinking about like mm-hmm. what I would be into. I think I would be like trying to like LARP gossip girl style. Yeah. So I think I would like stay on that brief Met side. steps. Met steps. Like that's how I would dress to take pictures in the park and this and that. I'm, that's a good call. That's what I think I would think of New York. And what you know, like when I think of the UK and Downton, yeah. that's where my heart goes. So I got a lot of backlash yesterday for not letting you sing. Um... And people said, if I'm going to be forced to listen to your guys' terrible singing, we want to hear Jackie. So I'm actually, I'm going to bow out. I'll play the music, 
But it's on you. Oh, sorry. It's it's all you. I appreciate that, but why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't we do it together like we do everything else? Well, maybe we can, but like yesterday you didn't join me, so now I won't join you just to like even the score. Okay, and then, and I'm not saying I'm going to sing it all the time with you. I was just, I guess I was feeling excited about the final story. No, and you I just had... threw me off guard. Like we do the same literal thing every single day and like you changed it and it just scared me. So I, so <laughs> I, I acted, you. you know, I acted out of fear. Like, I'm sorry, I was scared. And so I, I. Would you say you were triggered? No, I would say I acted out of fear and I took it out on you. Thank you. And I pushed you is, away. Is that an apology? It no. sure sounds like one. No, it's not an apology. It's an explanation. It's a rationale. Thank it's you. rationalizing your incredibly mean actions. Okay, calm down. You hurt me to cut me to the core. Calm down. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. It's the final story. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. It's the final story. I would be LARPing as Gossip Girl. And that's a magic number. Really gorgeous. Really well done, Jackie. Thank you. That was painful. No, not to listen to, for me to not sing. <laughs> do you want to do one too? No, 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 no. We don't want to lose too many viewers Literally. today. Fifth and final story, the Elvis director, Boz Lerman, explains why he didn't cast Harry Styles as Elvis. It's not every day an actor misses out, a role, misses out on a role because he's, quote, already an icon, but that's exactly what happened for Harry Styles, and that's kind of exactly what Jackie Ashray predicted. It is. The as-it-was hitmaker was eager to slip into Elvis's blue suede shoes for the Boz Lerman biopic, but unfortunately for him, the role went to Austin Butler. While it's undoubtedly heartbroken, heartbreaking for Styles' fans seeing someone else land the lead role of the film, Boz revealed it's actually because Styles is already somewhat of an icon himself. He said, Harry is a really talented actor. I would work on something with him, but the real issue with Harry is he's Harry Styles. He's already an icon. Harry and I came to a place genuinely. I mean, he was just desperate to put the suit on and explore. He's such a great spirit, and I have nothing but great things to say about Harry Styles. But he says that Austin Butler was born to play the King of Rock. Right, and I also read, like, Austin Butler lost his mom at like the same age that Elvis did so mm -hmm. I think that Boz Lerman thought that would be like a great way to connect to the role and while I do think Harry Styles was a more obvious choice just in the sense that like he really does like look like Elvis and like some could say he's like the Elvis of our generation um I agree that like he's almost too famous. Yeah, it's distracting. Yeah. You look at him and you see Harry Styles and you're trying to see Elvis, so you kind of need a blank canvas. And Austin Butler, though, you know, you might be seeing the Carrie Diaries when you look right. at him. Most people are just seeing this man playing Elvis. Yeah. It would be like Cher playing like a role in a movie, you know? She's yeah. just Cher. Yeah. No, it would be like Ariana Grande playing someone and it's like that's Ari yeah so while I did like at first feel not confused but just shocked at Austin Butler this was like the job a million girls wanted and Austin Butler was the one who got it which I just found interesting because he's not really made a lot of waves in Hollywood in terms of acting yet so I think that like Boz Lerman wanted to be responsible for like making a star I love a breakout role I yeah. really do and I think we need more stars we need more we need more actors. They're so amazing. Mm -hmm. And we need more. More. No, but we do need more like A-listers. Genuine A-list can red carpet, not on Instagram sort of people. No, you're right. Because it's really been like the same A-list crew for so many years. Like the George Clooney, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt Matt Damon, Leo, Margot Robbie, like Jennifer Lawrence. It's been like the same group for a really long time. Mm -hmm. That's a good call. And we need more. And yeah. Boz is rising to the occasion. Yeah. I feel like the new age of like A-list serious actors is like being helmed by like Zendaya. Cause she is that. Yeah, she is that. She's like can do And we have her and we need more. We need more. Like and I think this might be this movie might be the thing to put Austin Butler like on that level. Yeah. But I have to see it first. There's so many things that we have to see. The I know. TikToks about Top Gun have even made it like to me and people are obsessed. I know. And I need to see it. I know. It looks really good. People are, like, it keeps breaking box office, like, weekend after weekend. It's not slowing down. Which is really good, because, like, the movie industry needed a win. Like, the movie theaters needed a win. Yeah. 
I'm always happy when people are like excited about something. Yeah. That's like genuine, good, jolly good fun. Jolly good fun. You know? Jolly good fun. It's like planes and everyone has is in a tizzy. Cute. Yeah, it's planes on the beach playing volleyball, like cute mustache and you know sunglasses. What? I've never seen Top Gun and I have literally no idea what it's about. So I'm gonna guess. I've never seen it and I have no idea. So uh, I know they fly planes a lot. Are they in the army? I think they are. Like fighter pilots. I think that they are. And are they in a war? Couldn't guess. Couldn't tell you. Mm. And it's modern day? Is it 2022? Or are we remaking 1960? No, I saw a guy in the movie wearing jorts, and that could only happen now. Really? Yeah. Do you see a cell phone? What kind of planes were they? I don't know. Were they old-timey? I don't know. It's yeah, a good I question. have no idea. Me neither. Like, I couldn't even tell you like what I think the plot of the movie is. Is it a romance? I know it's a thriller, but like, is I there, think there's a love scene. Is there a girl pe- in the movie? I think there's a love scene that has people in a tizzy. The scene that has people in a tizzy is Miles Teller on the beach dancing. Who am yeah. I? Uh, and also, the funnest fact about Top Gun is that it's Top Gun Maverick. No. Top Gun Maverick. No, I know. If you didn't hear me, let me say it one more time. Top Gun Maverick. The name of my first love, Maverick. I did I did see that and I was um Quaking. I was quite taken by that fact. You know what I also realized? I got you that Maverick sweatshirt from the mm-hmm. Paul Brothers store. T shirt. T shirt. Oh, I guess if it was a sweatshirt you would wear it. Yeah. I wore it once on the show and like I don't I'm not like a girl who wears t-shirts i can't explain it yeah you okay know? that makes sense why you didn't wear it. but i only got everything was sold out so i only yeah. got what i could that said maverick no i just cleaned out my closet and i found i like saw the t-shirt and i kept it okay good because ben it, was like what is this i'm like give get it to away ben. i'm like no get that away. would be so crazy if ben was wearing a t-shirt that said maverick and he didn't even know the he, usurper that is literally the blessing of ben never watching the show of course that we have literal fan fiction for mavdia yeah over here you know, we, we used to do this as, like, we didn't, but, like, our generation did this. Yeah. The kids these days do this. Isn't that weird? Like, I don't or, know how to tell yeah, you this. Yeah, this, this, they do this. The kids are not okay. <laughs> like, they're just not doing okay. How weird. They've been through so much. This is, like, the Bloods and the Crips, you know? Everyone used to do, like, blood. Yeah, blood. Yeah. Yeah, no. They obviously didn't see that original Selena Gomez album. Right. Where, I wouldn't want to be anybody else. Na 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 na. You've got every right to a beautiful life. Come on, who says? Who says you're not perfect? Who says you're not hurting? Who says you're the only one that's hurting? Trust me, that's the price of beauty. Who says you're not pretty? Who says you're not beautiful? Who says? Great question, Selena. Great way to end the show. I think it's a beautiful way to end the show, and I don't think it gets any better than that. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. What'd she say? Subscribe. How close are we? Where are we at? Not even close. And give us video 90? a thumbs up. Are we We're at also 90? available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us the morning toast and leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. We're not at ninety. Told by you the that's way. why I just like ignored you, <laughs> not to bring shame to our family. <laughs> no, but we should shame you guys into subscribing. Yeah, we should subscribe. Bye. Bye.